0: Let's see. She said she was staying in one of the houses just past the gas station. No, no, not that one. Why aren't there any street lights on? It's so dark out. I can hardly see any of the house numbers. Is it that one? Allie! I'd say I found it. Hey kid, you got your stuff all ready to go? Why would I be going? Oh my god, are you high right now? Do you not remember calling me and telling me that I needed to come pick you up immediately? You said you were scared and you couldn't live here for another minute. So I came running here,
1: as always. I don't remember that. Anyways, all good now? Hey, you wanna come say hi to my friends? I told them so many stories about you. Come on, we're having a party upstairs, come on. Are you freaking kidding me
0: with this right now, Candace? You call me in the middle of the night Asked me to drive hours to come get you. And now what? You're good? You're over whatever stupid argument you had with those morons in there? Why are you
1: yelling at me? Ah, shit! Ow! Allie, help me up. Jesus Christ. Are you okay? Why are you mad at me? Are you alright? You're mad at me!
0: (sighs) I am not. Candace, stop! Look, it's a long drive home. Do you need me to drive you to Aunt Allison's or not? You can even stay with me if you need to, but decide right now because I'm tired and I just want to go home.
1: Ironic, isn't it?
0: What's ironic?
1: I spend my entire life asking you to come and save me and you resent me for it. You hated coming to bail me out of these situations. Wait, what's happening? Is this... Wait, I remember this day. But the one time I tell you to leave me alone and let me go, you become obsessed with finding me, acting like it's your noble cause. And I am not obsessed. I just care about you. You're my responsibility. Your responsibility? Remember last year when I got evicted and you yelled at me and said you wouldn't drive the half hour to come and help me get my stuff off the curb? Said you were swamped with work. So you sent Aunt Allison instead, and then you still guilt-tripped me and made it sound like my homelessness was inconveniencing you. That was different. Why? Because back then I needed you, and now I want you to leave me alone? Is it that you want to help me, or is it that you want me to want you to help me? (laughs) You just don't know what to do with yourself if you're not being a hero. Actually, I don't even know if you want to be a hero. You just want to be perceived as one. Shut up. It isn't like that. You've always been so desperate to have other people think you're this great savior. I wonder, would people still think you were a hero if they knew that you let mom burn in that house when you could have saved her? Is that the only reason you're looking for me? You failed to save mom, so now you become obsessed with trying to save me in some sort of attempt to redeem yourself? Save me all you want. It won't change the fact that you still let mom walk back into that burning house.
0: I let mom go because I was trying to
1: save you. The flames were getting worse. I had to protect you. You gave up. It's okay to admit it. You gave up because you were scared. You just tell yourself that it was because you had to save me. I didn't give up. Don't say that. You can admit it. It's just us here. Well, us and him. Do you want to meet him, Alan? Him? Wait, no. Stop. He's right up there. Just take a listen. Look up at my bedroom window. Do you see him? He's waving at you. He wants to play for us. Don't you want to hear him play? Don't you want to hear his music? Stop!
0: Just a dream. It was just a dream. You didn't give up. You did everything you could to save mom. You did everything. Sunday, 2.29 AM. Got a total of three hours of sleep. Woken up by new dream. Well, a new dream, but an old memory. It was from a year and a half ago when Candace had really hit bottom. It was the skinniest and sickliest I've ever seen her. I remember nearly leaving her there in that dump of a house. I had almost made up my mind that I was done coming in to save her, but after she finally coaxed me inside and I saw the state of her room, I made her get into the car with me so we could get her clean. She slept the entire car ride home, and I cried the entire car ride home. She had no idea how guilty I felt for almost leaving her there. In fact, no one knows that I had almost decided to leave her there. But just knowing that I had had that thought was one of the worst moments of my life. After that, I decided that I'd always come for her whenever she needed me. In terms of factors affecting my sleep tonight, there's my stressing over Candace, the three cups of coffee I drank while on the road, and the fact that I sat on my phone for two hours before bed. We'll try to be better about avoiding these things tomorrow. Hopefully the long drive I have ahead of me today will be exhausting enough so I get some sleep tomorrow night.
1: Candace, leave me a message if you
0: want. Love ya. Hey kid, it's me. I'm on my way to Birchill Lake this morning. It's a lot farther than I thought it was gonna be, so last night I decided to stop and find a motel so I could set out in the morning. The thought of showing up in the middle of the night freaked me out. I'd rather get there when the sun is still up. Look, I know you won't, but call me back if you can. I don't want a letter, and I don't want a note. I want to actually talk to you. I want to make sure that you're okay. We can talk about mom, her journal, the music, and everything else. Just please call me, okay? I love you, kid. Allie? Hey, how are you?
2: I was getting worried. You told me you were going to drive through the night and then call me when you got there. I started to worry when I never heard from you.
0: Sorry about that. I changed my mind and decided to find a motel and rest up for the night instead. I was exhausted and went right to sleep. I should have called then, I'm sorry. Allie. What?
2: I'm starting to worry about you.
0: There's nothing to worry about, I'm fine.
2: Allie, you've driven halfway across the province because a homeless man you just met told you to. How do you know you can trust him? And why would Candace be all the way out there?
0: She wouldn't be but he told me that something out here could give me an idea how to find her. I don't know how to explain it, but something about this feels right. I know you don't get it, but I really do feel like visiting this town will help us with finding Cantus.
2: You're starting to sound like her. This is how she was acting when she was reading that journal. This is exactly what she sounded like. She kept mentioning how she was feeling closer to finding what was on those lost pages of the journal, and that she couldn't explain it to me. She kept saying I wouldn't understand, but what she was doing felt right.
0: Well, I'm not obsessively studying a journal and trying to figure out what some missing pages say. I'm out here looking for my missing sister. Those are not the same things.
2: Which I appreciate. I just worry about the toll this search is taking on you.
0: I'm fine, Aunt Allison.
2: Have you been getting much sleep?
0: I'm fine, Aunt Allison.
2: (sighs) Fine. Just be careful. And call me when you need anything. Don't push me away like she did.
0: I won't. Love- Huh? Hello? Oh, my phone cut out. Huh, no reception. Weird, even my GPS is out. Well, looks like coming during the day was the right call. Oh well, maybe the radio still works. That too? I guess I'll just drive in silence. A little silence never hurt anyone. This is it. This is the mysterious place where I'll find all the answers. It doesn't look any different than any other small town I've driven to. Tiny convenience store that sells everything, rows of identical-looking houses, and one long road in the middle of the town simply known as Main Street. This is where Diego sent me? I should have looked into this place before coming out here. Also, he said I would know who I would need to speak to. How am I supposed to just know? Do I just start knocking on every door? I wouldn't even know what to ask for when the person did answer the door. (sighs) Excuse me, can you tell me why no one can remember why my town burned down? (sighs) I should have planned better for this. I guess I can just drive up and down the streets, see if someone stands out. It's not a great plan, but what else do I do? Hmm. Not a single person outside. Bunch of cars parked, though. Old cars, that is. Good lord, did that car still have a tape deck? Is everyone still asleep? No, that can't be right. I see lights on in some houses. Some people must be awake. Wait a minute. What's happening? I I can't hear anything. It's completely silent out here. Those trees, the wind, the birds even. None of them are making any sound. This doesn't make any sense. Have I gone deaf? Well, I heard that. But why is everything else silent? Even that sprinkler. It's spraying everywhere, but I can't hear it. Hello? Can anybody hear me? Can no one hear me? Screw it. I'm gonna go ask someone. I don't care if they think I'm crazy. Let me see. Oh, that house has their TV on. They must be home. Maybe they can explain all this. Huh, even my footsteps don't make a sound. God, this is so unsettling. Hello? Oh, of course their doorbell doesn't work. What? How is that possible? I'm knocking so hard my knuckles hurt. This doesn't make any sense. Hello? Hello? Is someone home? I don't see anyone. But the lights and the TV are on. Maybe I should just... Oh, the door's open. It's okay, I'm sure they'll understand. I'm just here looking for some help. Hello? 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 Is anybody home? I need some help! I don't like this. I-, I should leave. But wait, the TV. <laughs> wow, it looks ancient. It's just playing static. Is it muted? No, the volume's on max. I can hear that. So why can't I hear the TV? Why can't I hear anything? Whatever, screw this. <sighs> what? I slammed their front door as hard as I could and it didn't make a sound. Hello? Does anyone know the family that lives here? Can anyone help me? I don't get it. There's still cars here, which means people must be home. But everything's silent. It's like this place is frozen in time. Oh, did I just see someone in that house? Oh, please let them be real and not just my imagination. Hello? Hello? Can anybody hear me? The house across the street, the lights are on, but no one's home. Should someone go check on that family? Hello? Oh! Oh my god, that smell it's <coughs> Is something rotting? Oh my god, that's disgusting. All the food on the stove is so far rotten. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. <coughs> okay, it's okay. Are all the houses like this? Do they all just looked lived in? Even though they're all empty? This isn't making any sense. Although I wonder- Hello? I'm going to be coming upstairs now. Can you hear me? If you can, please know I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just looking to see if anyone's home. Okay? Okay, I'm coming up now. (sighs) No one up here either. I don't understand. Wait, what's this? Someone's journal? Property of Veronica Ashford. Wait a minute, are those. Did. Did she draw music notes all over it? Wait. Wait, what does it say in the bottom corner? Oh my god. Follow his music. Oh my god. Is this why the town's silent? Is this why it's abandoned? Is this place just like Newbridge? March 27th, 2002. I heard the music in my dream again last night. It sounded like it was playing on the edge of the lake, almost Almost as if the the music music was coming directly from the
3: water, if that makes any sense. In the dream, I wanted to stick my head under the water so badly, just so I can hear the music clearly. Something about the song makes me so desperate to hear it the way it's meant to be heard. When I walk towards the lake to see if maybe I can put my head under the water... I notice that the music isn't coming directly from the lake, but rather, it's coming from a man standing in the water. I can't really make him out too clearly. All I can see is that he has a hood covering his face and some sort of instrument close to his mouth. I can't tell what it is. Some sort of flute, maybe? At first, it looks like he's in the water playing the song, but as I walk closer, I realize that I was wrong. He's not in the lake, he's on it. At first, I think it's a trick of the light, but then I look at his feet. They're moving so fast. That's when I realize he's dancing. I try to keep track of his dancing feet, but they start moving too fast for me to see. I'm so desperate to join him. I start walking towards the lake so I can dance to his music as he plays for me. But just as soon as I stepped into the water, I woke up. When I first woke up, I felt sick and scared. My chest was tight, and I felt like I was having a heart attack. I've never been that scared. And yet, in a dream, I remember being excited. I wasn't scared at all. I wanted so badly to go into the water and hear his music. These dreams only used to happen every so often, but now they seem to be happening every night. Every night in the dreams, I'm getting closer to the water, and every night I wake up more terrified than ever. I'm hoping the dreams stop soon. I don't know how many more times I can deal with waking up absolutely terrified.
0: March 30th, 2002. Last night I tried playing the song at Margaret's house, but for some reason I couldn't remember how it went. I can hear it whenever I'm asleep, but whenever whenever I'm I'm awake,
3: I try to hum or whistle the song, and I can't even remember how it goes. It's so frustrating. It's like having a word on the tip of your tongue and no matter how hard you try, you can't get it out. At first, I thought I never wanted to have to have that dream again. But the more I try to remember the song, the more I want to hear the music in my sleep, just so I can remember how it goes. Also, I borrowed Margaret's keyboard and I'm going to sleep with it right beside my bed so when I wake up, I can try playing the song immediately. We'll see how it goes.
0: April 3rd 2002. We played it. Finally, after days of trying to recreate it solely from memory, we finally got it. But I thought, thought playing like it would be like any other time I've had a song
3: stuck in my head. Usually if I hear the full song just once, it finally leaves my brain. That's what I thought would have happened here, but I only made it worse. Now it's all I hear. Why can't I stop hearing it? I won't the song get out of my head.
0: April 10th, 2002. I walked in my sleep again last night. I've been sleepwalking every single night since the night Margaret and I played the
3: song. Each night, I leave my room, go down the stairs, and stand by the back door. Dad tells me that each night he finds me in the exact same spot. He says that every time he finds me, I'm standing perfectly still as I stare out at the lake. Eventually, he carries me back to my bed and then tells me about it in the morning. But last night was different. Last night, I woke up in the lake. I was waist deep in the water, and when I woke up, I saw that I wasn't alone. There had to be at least ten other people in the water with me, including Margaret. All of us seemed to wake up at the exact same time. No one said anything to each other. No one wanted to speak. We all just got out of the water and parted ways. But as we left each other, I swear I could hear every single one of us humming that tune.
0: April 11th, 2002. I can hear it, it. not just in my head. He's playing it out loud.
1: We all hear it. All of us are going to the water to hear him play. He wants us all to follow his music. I can even see him. There he is, he's dancing on the lake. He's here, I'm coming. I'm finally gonna hear it the way it was meant to be heard. I'm coming.
0: her final entry? Does that mean that they all just left their houses and followed his music? It's just like Newbridge. Everyone heard his music. That must mean they all would have walked out to the lake. Oh, God. The lake. Did they all drown? Well, I don't see anything. Maybe if I just... Wait, what was that? Nothing. You're imagining things. Everything here is silent. You didn't hear anything. What is that? Is someone in the water? No, they can't be. But wait, what is that? Is that... Oh my god! They're all down there! Oh my god, oh my god!
4: Calm down. Ah! It's just their clothes. Their bodies were never found. Please look right at me as you're speaking. I need to be able to read your lips. And to answer your question, I'm the person you came here to see.
0: How do you know I came to see you? Did Diego contact you?
4: Diego, I haven't heard that name in a long time. If you talked to him, that must mean he hasn't played the song yet. Good for him.
0: Wait, what the hell happened to this place?
4: Come with me. I'll explain everything, and I promise you that I live as far away from this lake as possible. I find it unsettling to stay here for too long.
0: Was it true then? Did the people in this town really hear the music?
4: Yes, it's true. Just like how the people in your town also heard the music.
0: You know about Newbridge?
4: I do. Now come on, it's getting cold out here.
0: And you'll tell me about Newbridge?
4: Come with me and I'll tell you about all of them.
0: What do you mean, all of them?
4: I mean all of the towns that he has destroyed by playing his music.
0: The Midnight Symphony Podcast. Created, written, and directed by Joaquin Barrientos. Produced by Harrison Song. Sound editing, sound mixing, and music by Harrison Song. This week's episode was performed by McKenna Givens as Allie, Miranda Wiseman as Candace and Veronica, Terry Michelargius as Aunt Allison. For more information, cast bios, or past episodes, visit us online at themidnightsymphony.com, or follow us on social media. We'll see you next week, and always remember,
4: follow his music.